be a better way for that to like slow down and streamyard. Let us just put music on here separately from the video so that when I talk, the music can just slowly fade away and sound amazing. Uh, but no. All right, Mike, take it away. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and especially Dave, the first one here. Hey, Dave. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a kilt wearing. Matt, is that a kilt over there? Or are you just happy to see me? I can't see it. Anyway. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a kilt-wearing, claim-or-swinging, you know what that means, undertaker-retiring episode of the Brothers of Discussion. Matt getting a popski for something. We're going to talk everything from this weekend's Survivor Series with AJ Styles. He's going to be a team captain. I'm the captain. I don't know why he's so fixated on that. Nobody cares about this pay-per-view, AJ. It's just you. Uh, we're going to dive into the Wednesday Night Wars. Matt, easily our favorite part of the week. And Brother Matt has once again prepared another edition of his very difficult Undertaker game. Undertaker's time is up. Uh, now, is the title a work in progress? I don't know, but he's been working diligently on the game itself, and I'm wearing a hat because I pulled out all my hair, screwing up all last week's answers. Matt, <laughs> as you know, uh, it wouldn't be a week if it wasn't spicy, if it wasn't wrestling-oriented. This week was no exception. Matt, how are things at the Casa de your wife and baby and broken dog and cat and yourself? Uh, well, the broken dog has uh, found some rabbit poop. Uh, there's a family of rabbits living in our backyard, so he is constantly begging to go outside so he can go eat some of that rabbit poop. Um, just, uh, I mean, I'm not sure if you're aware, but it is a uh, well-known fact that uh, rabbit poop is considered a delicacy in the dog community. Um, um, much, I mean, I mean, think about the the shape. Uh, you've got yeah. Are you balls. are you sure they're not brown M and M's? I mean, I'm yet to uh, to do my holiday candy shopping, so I <laughs> he's going shopping himself. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we also have a nice gate or, or a fence. We have, we've turned our community into a gated community because we bought our own and made it. But uh, deer can't get in. Um, so it's pretty much just Milo, especially in this cold weather that's uh, running around down there. So it's uh, it's definitely rabbit poop. Mm, we had a uh, we had some critters this week as well, Matt. We have a new uh, roommate. Uh, There's a little field mouse uh, made his way into the... Uh, he did. He didn't pick the best area to invade. Uh, he's under the. He was under the bathroom or uh, kitchen sink. Uh, there's no food under there, just chemicals. And so uh, the next day, after we found out, we put a live trap in there, the little peanut butter. He couldn't resist, and uh, we had a pet mouse for about uh, 24 hours. And then, uh, yeah, and then my lady chucked him into a field somewhere. So hopefully, he didn't get eaten by a hawk. Uh, but no. he's no longer. Uh, part of our family, he's been uh, uh, <laughs> he's been removed. Uh, we'll we'll put it gently, but he didn't die. We didn't have a mousetrap snap his vertebrae. He is out in the field getting hunted. So, oh, good. Uh, I, I'm I was gonna say what we should have done was got. I don't know if I mentioned this. I think I forgot. But our rabbit's name is Fufu. Oh. If we had released him into your backyard. Uh, he would have caught the field mouse and bopped him on the head for you. So Whoa. that uh, <laughs> I'm only 
That yeah. only works for today because I was I was taking Addie around the living room and singing that, and I was having her bop the little toy that she had. So she you you know pick up the one year old little bunny foo foo hopping through the forest. Anyways, um, everybody, popping him on the head. Uh, yeah. I finally got my I listened to the Brothers of Discussion T-shirt. It definitely makes it look like I do like some sort of pectoral workout, which none of that happens. It's, it's just super tight. Ugh. There, see if I do that, then you go. Oh yeah, he doesn't have any pecs. Um, <laughs> nope. Uh, but uh, these are available to you and yours, especially with the holidays coming up. We highly recommend that if Matt, you are looking for a holiday Matt, wait, gift, wait. that you buy it ahead of time because it did take quite a while to ship. And that is because, there, I mean, it, it's just the reality of COVID. So I have to throw that out there. Mike? Yeah, I had one for you. Okay, because you were making fun of how you, your physique. I was going to say, you look like Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Okay, as you were. Thanks. I no, it was, uh, was funnier in the moment, but no, okay. it uh, it's always good when you make fun of yourself and put yourself down, and then everybody else is like, "Hey, you're right." Oh, yeah, you're now that you now that you bring it up, I have some things I want to get off my chest about you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any whoozles. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, now that I'm just. <laughs> I'm just overflowing with confidence. Uh, don't forget to head on over to BODpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. A couple of reasons. Uh, we have started blogging again. Uh, I promise that uh, the top 10 NXT tag teams is coming out as soon as my baby girl wants to start a regular nap schedule again. But uh, if you want to get on, get in on uh, the T-shirt game here, you, you can see I listened to the Brothers of Discussion right there on the top of the list. We've got the ladies' T-shirt. We've got I'm a sister of discussion. Uh, Mike, I just got, uh, for our Red Wings Ranch show, I got this uh, heathered um, red hoodie, and it is comfy as hell. It is my new favorite hoodie. So if you just want a nice hoodie, um, I mean, it's not the, you know, we're branding it. So it's not the cheapest thing in the world. But it is the most comfortable hoodie I've ever purchased. Uh, we also have some of our brothers, uh, brother discussion faithful, have uh, gotten their products in the mail as well. Uh, we appreciate getting those pictures. Uh, we're definitely going to share them. Uh, Amy, huge shout out because we know that you've been dressing up uh, your baby Yoda doll in the yeah. uh, in the brothers of discussion uh, mask. Uh, you got to keep him safe, little guy. That's what it's all about. Got to make sure baby Yoda gets back to his family. Uh, Mike, we're gonna see that tomorrow. I'm pretty excited about yeah, uh, Ahsoka them, and keep that, that little bastard stuff. away from your eggs. Let me tell you, <laughs> an egg munching machine, that little fiend. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. This is the best way to help the show because you get to clothe yourself. So, all right, A's all around. And then uh, before we get into the show, Matt, looks like you're yeah, having a beverage. This tiny little box. What are you drinking over there? Hey, why am I a little box? <laughs> hey, little guy. Make me a um, normal size box. All right, little guy. Pipe down over there. Hey, come on. All right. Isn't that cool? I'm ah. drinking. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking uh, the the Groenfell Meadery's uh, Wild Hunt. So they mm. this is a, a meadery that is huge fans of Dungeons and Dragons, I uh, say Lord the of the Rings. Oh my God! Wild Hunt. Wait know, a minute! What about The Witcher? You, you idiot! Yeah, I'm getting there. Have you ever played The Witcher, Matt? <laughs> no, I. You I, would I, love it. You should check it out. He's right here. He's always watching. Is that Moira and her white wig? What is that? 
That's Geralt. It's not Moira. That's Moira that's Rose. Henry, that's Henry Cavill in his white wig. <laughs> that's Moira Rose if I've ever seen one. Uh, so I see her having some need. Uh, Matt, I ventured out and I said, you know, what does this rock guy know? And uh, bam. Yeah. Found one of those. Terramana. Terramana. Um, I'm going to give this a pretty high endorsement tequila-wise because uh, I had a sip and I was like, this is dangerously smooth. Um, I was astounded. Like, uh, you you know, if I'm drinking this and sitting down, which I am now, I'm a little concerned about what happens when I'm done sitting down. <laughs> I mean, tequila is like the one thing I think I've purchased that I will gladly go for the uh, celebrity endorsed stuff. As you know, Mike, um, I had a pretty rough night in Vegas once, thanks to Cabo Wabo and Sammy Hagar's uh, tequila, uh, because that gentleman uh, on the screen along with me had to make sure I got back to the hotel room and we didn't go to jail. That was a big night. Somehow we weren't arrested. Now, uh, right now is where I'm uh, regretting telling the people I interviewed with how to watch our podcast tonight. Oops. <laughs> well, are we ready to get into it, Matt? Yeah, I think so. Uh, real quick, though. Shout out Dave, again, Dave Pate. Uh, we're glad you're here, buddy. Um, and then, oh, Amy, yeah. of course, Amy is, is bringing along, man, the... Um, Comments are moving real slow tonight. Um, Matt might have to close out some windows so this goes a little bit faster. Uh, and have Amy, the next master open. Amy's got her son, Micah. So, uh, Mike, Mika? oh, I don't know. Because Mika, maybe uh, Amy, spell it out. Uh, how, how we're like, how do you like phonetically? Yeah. Yeah. How, how are we supposed to say that? Because we do both like uh, Mike in high school. We were huge fans of Mika, uh, the singer. That's right. Uh, I was, I just, cla- I thought that was the classic spelling of Micah. So uh, that's, uh, that's probably us doing a bad job as friends with Amy of not knowing the answer to that. Uh, but here's Matt closing out some windows in the back. So Mike, if you want to, you want to get this show rolling. Yeah, um, let's talk to wrestling. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, we do talk the Wednesday Night Wars every week. We go uh, back and forth at NXT and AEW, but we also like to open the show with big news. And I got to say, for big news, I, we've been rumbling and grumbling and whining and pouting. And finally, finally, it looks like AEW has heard our prayers. Uh, the gods above have decided to, you know, throw us a bone. Uh, we've suffered like Job for, you know, a whole year plus watching this program. Where's our women's wrestling? Matt, it sounds like our prayers have been answered. We had. Not one, but two women's segments. My God. Um, outside of what was a fantastic match, and it's easily going to be making the, the top three in some capacity, uh, Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa going at it again. Um, we also got to uh, expand on that feud uh, with Brandy Rhodes. We got to uh, you know see the doctor, Britt Baker, make a cameo. Uh, we got to see her cronies make a cameo. Um, it's It's... I don't know why it's it's still such a tough thing to do. I got to say, Matt, that one thing I, I thought was going to happen that we didn't quite get, um, and it's going to you know segue into another item we're going to talk about here, but looking at the clock on Monday night, and you saw it was like 10.24, and Drew McIntyre was coming out in all his bare-chested, kilted glory, 
And he thought, my God, maybe he is going to win the title because they're about to give him 30 minutes of TV time. <laughs> when I saw Thunder Rosa come storming out at about 924, I thought, my God, is she really going to close out AEW tonight? And she didn't. But it, at least they got a couple commercials, Matt. They, it wasn't just picture in picture either. They got real television segments that JR had to call. Um Embarrassingly enough, always, always unfortunate with that. <laughs> it's, it's better. It's better sweet because it's more oh, things yeah. that you have to hear him say, but also, you know, plus side for the women's division. It's a little bit. You know, what would be best is like, uh, you know, we have like holograms of uh, like Freddie Mercury and Tupac. We should just do holograms of Jr. You know, calling his good matches. You know, like in the late nineties. Um, but uh, well, that was gross. Continue. Yeah. So I had a lot. I had a lot of Wendy's today. So Wendy's and tequila. I'm I'm really feeling it. Uh, but uh, no, I just wanted to make sure we we touched base on AEW. You know, giving us giving us not just matches, which yeah, I know you guys can can book a five to seven minute match, but we actually got some stories. It looks like we're building towards you know some feuds, um, and it looks like the you know one of the big ones is going to be. Uh, the Doctor, Britt Baker, and Thunder Rosa. Matt, this is something uh, we've been clamoring for, and we're finally going to get it. How do you feel? I, I mean, this is this is where we start to celebrate, right? Because uh, let's let's go back to someone that we are trying to get as a guest on the show, Kristen Ashley, who uh, runs Bell to Bells. Since she got uh, that uh, uh, the answer from Cody Rhodes, where she said, "Where's the story with women's wrestling?" And uh, Cody pretty much said, ha, story, Shmory, you don't need that. Uh, and that is verbatim. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, Cody, Cody, you know, just kind of shooed that away. And that, I thought that was extremely disrespectful to the entire division. And, you know, who knows what is really going on there? Because, you know, Cody, like, put this brand together with these notions of, wrestling is for everyone so again i there's always that is it just a pr move and that's where you start to get mad at cody that's where you start to fight back and we fought pretty hard especially the last couple weeks and we saw the ramifications where aew came back at us for the first time since sharing and talking about their content they told us to stop and that was because we got so critical i uh i wonder if um you know, I, I know there's people that come out pretty hard and they just swear, go on those wild tirades against AEW, and it's only because of WWE fandom. Now, from our perspective, we hate both companies. <laughs> we just want good wrestling, and we're here to support the wrestlers. Uh, so I, I think from that perspective, we're, we're seen as a bigger threat because we have such a level head, and we aren't... You know, we, we want to see the best. So I, I guess we play the game all the time with the WWE. Are things better than they were yesterday? And this is something with AEW where they are taking small steps, but you can't poo-poo on the steps in the right direction. So all of that wrapped into one big comment. I feel like I'm rambling just like in my interviews earlier today. <laughs> Jesus. There you uh, go. All that wrapped into one, you know, my, my one thought is um, it, it, it is getting better, but you absolutely need to see more. We need to see some of this stuff. Actually, we, we need to see it come to fruition. And then for us to be happy, it's got to happen again. This can't be treated as, well, we did it. Time to focus on Kenny and Moxley for six months. 
Uh, well, speaking of women in the women division, Matt, we're going to jump from uh, AEW, go to NXT. <sighs> Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley brought the mostly empty house down. But, you know, it's not their fault. It's COVID. Matt, Rhea was uh, kind of had the head bowed. We kind of looked like a moment of reflection, some introspective thought. Matt, hot tag. Here it comes. Matt's hot tag. Oh, right. Seven. I forgot I made a video. Matt made a graphic. Here we go. Hot tag. Yeah. Matt, did we just see Rhea Ripley's farewell match in NXT? I hadn't thought about it until I saw your chat with um, uh, online on, on Twitter, which is funny is because we oh, just Warren Hayes. Yeah. yeah, we just men- mentioned his significant other, Kristen Ashley. So, uh, yeah, uh, and he he also might be joining us soon. We just tease both of those. <laughs> It'll be one long conversation with both of those wonderful wrestling folks. Um, and you know what? Let me throw this out there. We're very critical of other wrestling media types that are out there, but uh, these are two people I think that if you listen to their content, they actually love and appreciate this stuff. And like we mentioned with Kristen, she's actually getting real scoops. So the real people to follow here, unlike some of the folks that just try to ram a fork in your side and make you angry um anywho's yeah this is this was uh but once i saw that conversation I, I decided yeah yeah this was the end and uh ria is most definitely filling a spot on the survivor series roster i i think that's that's what we're seeing and i think uh i think the the, the women's division is i don't think they're in desperate need of it uh but i think it's going to be a welcome addition uh and i yeah. think it's really going to how long have we been talking about the NXT women's division being one of the arguably the best divisions in pro wrestling? I mean, you could you could start talking about the AEW tag division, although they do get a lot of TV time. It is pretty top heavy um, where the NXT women's division is just one of the most balanced. Anybody can go. Anybody could go, you know, fight in the main event and it's going to be good. You know, not a lot of we're not seeing botches when people are over trying, which is an issue I'm seeing with some of the, once you get to the halfway point with the AEW tag division and start going lower, that's where those problems start to pop up a little, a little too much and it starts to get messy. But um, if you start to spread that around there, it's still WWE. So it's not like it's a huge deal now, uh, now that we've, we've seen the way that NXT gets treated in the mind of Vince McMahon, Jesus, how many onions uh, or uh, layers of the onion am I going through right now? But um Ultimately, it, it, it's just something that they should have done a while ago uh, because Rhea was already on her way up. And, uh, you know, the conversations popped up again about was it the right move for her to lose at WrestleMania? And I think to her own star power to say, like, why is she ready for the main roster? Is that despite all that, she's still at the top of the women's division in NXT. And we had no problem with her winning last night. There wasn't an issue of, Gosh, you know, she lost to Charlotte. I just can't believe this uh, anymore. And, and that goes to show maybe it was an okay booking decision. Because, yeah. I mean, Rhea's in her early 20s. Uh, I mean, Charlotte isn't exactly old, but um, she's she's at that point where you want to start pushing her to the top of the division and keep her up there for a long period of time. Uh, and... and Maybe that's how you do that is have her take down the youngins. But a- a- anyway, the, the the main point here, Rhea is most definitely coming up 
Um, she's shown her star power. She's shown the ability to, uh, to lose the big one and still be a prominent figure. So yeah, I just don't want to see her come up to the main roster and them go, you know, and have them say like, she can take another big loss because now that's going to be quite a few in a row. So you don't want to do that, but um, it, it's, oh, it's, it's a good move uh, for her. Yeah. It's just uh, that roster is so deep. Um, uh, you could, it, she could just get lost in the shuffle cause you want to make, make sure everybody's, you know, developing and getting at bats. Um, I, okay. Rhea, Candice, uh, Chelsea Green, Dakota Kai, Ember Moon, Indy Hartwell, Io Shirai, Zaro, who I, I like. Um, they still have Mercedes Martinez down there. Uh, Bia Yim, uh, you know, she's kind of in retribution. Then you got Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Scarlett, Shotzi, Tegan, and Zia Lee. Like, I ran out of fingers. That's how many, like, competent women... And I'm only naming about half of them. There's still the other half of the right. roster that's still, you know, um, like a, you know, a double A ball instead of triple A. Um, this conversation got me thinking like, oh my gosh, we have to talk Kaylee Ray versus Piper. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, right? NXT UK. We don't have enough time for all this. Um, I put but, it in uh, the notes, damn it. Yeah, the, this uh, this women's roster, it's going to be fine without Rhea. It's just, uh, you know, what we always say when people get the call up. Are they gonna are they gonna be booked? Are they not even to be on TV? Are they gonna be booked? Um looking at you, you know, Alistair Black, Apollo Cruz is suddenly gone. Um, you know, just the list is, you know, exhausted. We don't want to necessarily dive into that. But um just before we move away from the women's division, oh, we got some good news, Matt. Becky Lynch uh put out some uh pregnant pictures on Instagram. Uh Matt, uh, you know. So it's good news there. Uh, we also got another Shield member, John Moxley, also going to be a dead. Um, uh, what happened, Matt? How come uh, these guys leave the Shield and uh, they don't use protection anymore? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it, it's obvious that um, you know it, it was it was something that we made fun of Roman, <laughs> Seth, and Dean for was. Uh, wearing those those vests and i think mike what we're seeing is that they were they actually were protective they were, they were, they were just yeah right th- this this was protecting uh whoever their lovely ladies were Absolutely. from um their they were kind of, I, I would go so far as to say they were right. contraceptive vests Yes. You know what's funny? I was trying to think of that goddamn fucking word and I couldn't think of it. I God could, my I had a, I had a feeling uh <laughs> Mike, you know what they are? They're protecting the wieners from the vaginas. (laughs) Let me parachute in and uh, elevate this conversation. Contraceptive, boy. And I just parachuted right out. I'm a huge fan of the Anthony Jeselnik podcast. And he, for the first time in me ever consuming his content and stand-up, he also did a dur moment on his podcast today, so I've decided it's okay if I start to do it because he's like the most cool, calm, calculated uh, performer I've ever seen. So if he went today on his podcast, I can now do it. Well, That's at least cool. you guys have one thing in common. Matt, uh, Drew McIntyre is uh, WWE champion again. Um, he debuted, like we talked about earlier. He's got a cool new entrance. Matt, there's fireballs galore. Uh, he's in a sexy blue kilt, and he's got a big old honking claymore that he swings around. Matt, I got a hot take question for you. Shoot it at me. 
I don't want to just hear that, you know, we're not. I should have said, come at me. Damn it. I don't just want to, I don't just want to hear, you know, I didn't like it. Why do you think we took the belt off McIntyre to begin with? I didn't like it. Settled. We're. (laughs) And uh, I want to pose the question to uh, Dave and Amy and Micah, uh, if they're still out there. Why do you think that, um, if we're just going to give it back to Drew, why did they take it from him in the first place? Well, I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, so I'm 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 jumping in here, but um, it's got to be just to increase that title count. I mean, eventually we're getting John Cena versus Randy Orton to break the record. I think. I mean, it, it makes sense. These two guys have pretty much been neck and neck the whole time. I I think I think we want it. I think I I know I want it. I think as a whole in pro wrestling, like it, it's turned into one of those things where you can start to see it. So you, you, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's, you want it more, but once you can start to visualize it in pro wrestling, it becomes your own idea. And even though we all share it, we, we have so much ownership in it. And then we're going to be like, I was the first one that said Randy Orton and John Cena are going to fight to break Ric Flair's record. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, how many times have we seen that? I and mean, also how upset do we get? When we put we put together a timeline of how someone's going to become a champion, and then that breaks somewhere in the middle, we get yes. so angry because we want to see those things come together. I think this one makes sense for the WWE to say, "Look, we built the two two of the best superstars with our training, our development, and they're two of the best ever, and they're going to fight at our biggest show ever to break the record of that old fart that." <laughs> As a, you know, like I think they, they recognize that Ric Flair is Ric Flair. But right. John Cena and Randy Orton are WWE, right? So yeah. if they can make that change, I think I think they're going to go for it. So I, I, I'm guessing Woo! that's why. Um, Matt, who do you think, you know, Undertaker got to choose Lesnar to topple him at WrestleMania? Who would Flair pick to break his record? Would he pick Randy? We all think it was going to be John Cena and Randy Orton will be the one to win. Right? right. Well, uh, I mean, they were in uh, in a group together, right? But uh, Randy did kick Ric Flair's head off. Uh, You know, no animosity for that. Um, I don't know. I I don't think it will be John because I think John is just totally in give back to the company mode. So I think he would include Randy Orton in that give back. So Amy's uh, Amy's with right here with us. Title count plus taking the title from Orton cements Drew's legacy. I really, really like that thought. And it's not it's not just me being a fan of Drew McIntyre, but Amy, you this is I don't I'm not saying this to uh, blow smoke or anything, but this is we've been talking wrestling for how many years now? The two of us or the three of us. This is one of the best points you've made because. This really does set up, though, an amazing main event at uh, Survivor Series because now you have two of the best champions I think the WWE has been able to uh, put on TV in a long time. Two guys that are all about the business, um, and they're doing amazing work in the ring. And, like, Mike, have we ever had two main event champions? You know, I'm talking, like, when we had the World Heavyweight title, too. Two guys holding the titles, right? Where I yeah. think everybody's on board with them holding the titles. I'm pretty sure. But they're also doing amazing work. 
like near flawless at this point. Like, especially on Roman's side, but Drew being the face where that is one of the most difficult jobs as a champion is to be the face and still be interesting. Near flawless on both their parts. I I just like this is it. Like we we could be watching the clash of two titans uh, at Survivor Series. We're going to talk about it in a little bit, but um, honestly, this this doesn't even. Thanks to Amy, I mean, uh, this is yeah, the I, part of the show. I mean, uh, you know, when Drew Drew got that gift bag uh, of you know old McIntyre swag from Sheamus. Uh, if you know, if it didn't move a little, if you didn't have some blood going to the extremities when he opened that up and pulled out the old gear and. You know, he's presented with a giant two-handed sword that, you know, he's large enough to wield with one hand. Um, yeah, I, he's... Whoever's writing for him, um, I know I know some characters get, like, specific uh, writers or writing teams to, like, help put their stories together. Yeah. They are just, you know, going on all cylinders right now with Drew and Roman. Um, I love, I love Amy's idea that it, it helps... Um, uh, cement drew for you know not just being champion but he got to defeat and, and pin randy orton clean to become a two-time champion um and i guess uh it's almost like this company um i don't know again i'm, I'm still not quite sure why <laughs> i i love the ideas i guess i i don't know why they would you know to really make drew look good we need to have him lose and then win again um but it's ultimately going to get us an end game that uh, I think a lot of people are going to be excited about. It's something that they've um, been doing a really good job of at Survivor Series. Uh, you know, if we got to see like uh, Daniel Bryan go up against Brock or, you know, AJ and, you know, kind of, kind of matches like that um, clashes between the shows. I- I'm so excited for Survivor Series. I don't know why we keep reading articles that say it's going to be, you know, underwhelming. Um, I'm, I'm like giddy to watch Roman and Drew McIntyre have, have one battle. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll get into it too. Um, uh, I think, uh, once you and I start diving in, into this, uh, there's going to be, there's still some opportunity to like figure out what the big surprises yeah. are going to be. Um, all right. So moving down the list here, Mike, um, I, we don't need to really dive deep into this. Uh, this is We'll kind of handle this the same way we do our NXT versus AEW, but you guys need to do yourself a favor and watch one of the more brutal hardcore matches. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven just absolutely destroyed each other. Uh, getting chains involved, uh, chairs and tables involved for the, the ending of the match. Um, Mike, uh, we talked about it at the uh, top of the show. I mean, this was something where... They used this match not only to tell an amazing, I guess, between the bells story. It was gonna got way outside of the ring, so it's not an in the ring story anymore. But uh, they also are, are telling stories for what's gonna happen next for for these two characters in the match, characters that interfered in the match. I mean, this this really was something that they took time and plotted out, um, and it, and it started with you know stories being told weeks before stories being told in this very show. Uh, this match to me was an easy A and you guys need to go do yourself a favor. Um, you know, I know we, we watch a lot of wrestling every week, but this NXT UK main event of, um, Kaylee Ray, who's one of the most underrated champions, I think in pro wrestling right now, I think if you're ignoring her, you're doing yourself a disservice, but, uh, Piper, 
man, uh, she was all over my social media before she got into NXT and she's showing off all the reasons why she got that job. And uh, again, A, I'm not going to say A plus, but A. And uh, yeah, let's keep on rolling. Um, yeah, we got to do one more quick hitter before we get into your game. I'm really excited to play. Um, are we actually going to say goodbye to The Undertaker this Sunday? And Matt, follow-up question. Is he coming out in gear, or is he coming out uh, with a stack of pancakes in his dad jeans? Matt, uh, what's he I wearing? Mean, I mean, this is going to spoil our Survivor Series conversation, but I absolutely think he's going to fill that empty spot on the uh, the men's uh, elimination match. I think uh, they have – is there one – Oh, you know what? No, uh, there isn't one superstar left because they announced the fiend. I uh, was going to take that spot. They actually, um, uh, there is a spot for the uh, women's Survivor Series oh, match. There we go. That's right. <laughs> well, I think there might I be guess... two spots if he and Michelle want to go out there. That'd be pretty this cool. Is, yeah, this is pretty. This is actually pretty disappointing for me to realize that uh, I already saw the fiend was getting inserted into that match, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, right, there's still a TBD on there." Not anymore. Anyways, um, I mean, it would be pretty sweet if he got involved in some way. Um, I just, I, I think to answer the question, are we saying goodbye to The Undertaker? If you watched him on Hot Ones today, he said, you know, is there anything else I'm going to do? Like, that was his sign-off on the show. Yeah. Uh, so I can't imagine The Undertaker's going to say that and not have something else on the list because I, I know that, Survivor Series is where he started, but I mean, the guy owns WrestleMania. There's got to be one more, right? I mean, they're going to set something else up here that... Uh, I know he said he doesn't want to do cinematic matches anymore, but I, I think that just means he's not going to carry himself through another 10 of these. I think he's got one more, and that, and that'll be it. It just seems so weird that they're just... They're going to have all of these years where the undertaker is like, Oh, will he, won't he? And then all of a sudden it's just, Oh, right. We're going to say goodbye. I hope you were paying attention because this is it. Um, just seems too out of the I'm, oh. yeah, I'm just, I'm hoping that like, you know, the Shawn Michaels and the triple H's of the world, just, they just take them by the hand and say, you know, let's just end it full circle. You know, you, you debuted at survivor series. This, maybe this is where you can just hang them up. And everyone will be excited, you know, get one last, you know, choke slam in there. Um, and then uh, just ride off and nobody, nobody will think any less of you if you don't ever wrestle again, because your resume is so absurdly overqualified to have the highest accolades of, you know, basically any professional wrestler ever. There's, there's nothing for you to prove. Um, you're, we were one of the best and you also are uh, Amy's dad. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um speaking of uh the undertaker Matt, i think that you have a game ready for us here is that true that is true mike we've got another Woo! exciting uh game of undertaker's time is up that looks a lot cooler on the youtube videos because uh i actually have music underneath the layer so it can play while uh, i'm talking right now so right now you hear music yeah so subscribe to the youtube channel so you don't miss a thing we're just the brothers of discussion there's music mike, there uh, music there music music everywhere today. mike got his invite today to the page so uh maybe mike will start putting up some content Let's start taking live youtube videos at work 
Um, all right, let's play this game. Mike, do you remember uh, what's going on? Because I, I am going to... A little bit. I, I know the Undertaker's involved. I know you uh, took an hour and a half to name the categories. So, uh, yeah, it's very, very uh, Alex Trebek of you. Uh, rest in peace. Don't think Alex had a lot to do with the Jeopardy questions, but I appreciate it. What? Uh, I heard that he was just sitting there just uh, coming up with them all day. He comes up with 200 questions. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mike, the way that we play Undertaker's Time is Up is you ultimately have to tell me who did the Undertaker face. Now, you have clues at your disposal, and they start at no one clue you start with. You are going to decide how many clues it takes for you to get to the end. You will have up to five clues for each match, but once you use five, you can't go to that well again. All right? So uh, to that end, I'm going to be keeping track. If you do hit five, uh, when you hit four, when you hit three clues, two, and one. All right. Now, ultimately, uh, it'll be your choice. If, if you hear the, the category name and you don't need any more clues... You just go right ahead and guess. So that's how we're right. going to play this today. You're not picking categories. I'm picking them for you. Oh, okay. Are you, uh, Mike, are you ready to play Undertaker's Time is Up? Bum. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Mike, category number one for you. Remember, your, your other four clues are the description of the match, the pay-per-view, the year, and the Meltzer star rating. So if Ugh. you need... <laughs> if you need a second clue, you're getting the Meltzer star rating. If you need a third clue, you're getting the year. Fourth clue is the pay-per-view. Fifth clue, you're only going to get one time. Oh, fuck. Is the description of the match. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Yep. Oh. Well, okay. Okay, here we go. Like, here we go. Mike, here we go. Category number one is called Pick and Bottom. Didn't mean to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pick and Bottom, huh? Yep. Mm. I think we um, might know where this is going. You okay. have an idea of someone that's involved in this match, I have to say. I'll put wow. that out there. All right. So I got to think there's a, a guy who can see in two directions at once involved in this match. <laughs> there's Am a I? guy involved in this match who currently has blocked the brothers of discussion. So it's you're fine to say that because he's not watching right now. <laughs> he's watching two other things right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows in the comments, throw it out there because I, I want to see. <laughs> Uh, but, Mike, let me know if you need clue um, number two. So all I know is that uh, Shawn Michaels is involved somehow. But not necessarily that he's fighting The Undertaker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, that, remember what the clue says. Hickenbottom didn't mean to do that. Um... I don't think it's going to help me very much, but what's the next thing? Is it Meltzer? Yep. No, that's not going to do a lot for me. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, what's the third one? Uh, you got the year. All right. Give me uh, give me two and three. You got uh, three stars from Dave Meltzer, and the year is 1997. Wow. Um, 
Was it Undertaker versus Diesel? Ooh. No, that was, was, a little, was I a little late in history? 90, 96 was, was uh, Diesel heading over to uh, WCW. Damn it. Um, all right. So this is tough. I don't know if I should take away your three clue guess because uh, you didn't you didn't get it. Do you want do you want a fourth clue? And to, all to right, give me a fourth on? clue. All right. You ready? Uh, the fourth clue is your pay-per-view. It is SummerSlam. SummerSlam 1997, three stars from Dave Meltzer. And the clue is Hickenbottom didn't mean to do that. It is an Undertaker match. It was Undertaker fighting at SummerSlam Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ah. No. Damn it. You want the fifth clue? I don't know if I want to waste my fifth clue on this one. Uh, oh, you got I mean, think about it. You want to get all five of these right. All right. Yeah, give me the fifth one. All right. <clears throat> the Undertaker and Redacted, unfortunately, didn't meet that much during their careers. As the two biggest baby faces in the company for years, WWE just didn't book big baby face first baby face matches often. They did have one really memorable match, anchoring SummerSlam with a grueling contest that showcased the individual brilliance of both men. I'm just going to give this to you. Shawn Michaels was the special guest referee, and his chair shot intended for Redacted would set up another match on uh, the greatest matches of Undertaker's career list. So... Shawn Michaels and Hickenbottom didn't mean to do that. Collided with someone's skull. A big, a big guy wrestler. A big old baby face in 1997. A big old baby face. Not, not like a giant baby. Not like a physically giant baby face. Just. A, oh. Are you are you ready to tap on this one? Because we're. We might go wow. two hours on this episode. I'm tapped. I don't know who this is. All right. Your five clues are gone, Mike. That was Bret Hart. Oh. Yep. Wow. I can't even I can't even picture them fighting each other. Chairshot goes in the wrong direction. Michaels is all upset. I remember seeing it in the WWE video game. All right, tell you what, Mike, I will reorder this so that you get the description second. How's that? Okay. Like <laughs> that helps that. me. I'm basically until like the till the fourth clue. All right, what do you got, man? I gotta right. redeem myself. Now this is this clue. I here's the thing. I thought that that category was easy. Uh, this clue is this category is very hard. Right. Uh, you've got uh, Matthias and Mister Black in a triple threat. So you've got two people to come up with in this match that The Undertaker faced. Now, um, if you are huge fans of the two guys in this match, uh, you know who Matthias and Mr. Black are in reference to their film career. So that's where that category comes from. I'm realizing now how difficult this category name is, but Matthias and Mr. Black in a triple threat. So uh, one of the members of that triple threat is... The, the Undertaker. All right. Right. It, the Undertaker. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the other name I had for this match, and you're going to be so mad that I didn't pick this as the category name. All right. So that's your first clue. Are you ready for clue number two? Yeah. All right. Uh, clue number two is four and a half stars from Dave Meltzer. Wow. 
So this this could go down as one of the greatest triple threat matches of all time. Oh my god. Um Yeah, I need it. This was a classic triple threat match between three of the biggest stars of the 21st century. A fun match to go back and watch. All three men were arguably at the peak of their careers and delivered a memorable brawl that encompassed all the good stuff about that era. Big names, wild bras, exciting spots, and thrilling finishes, with The Undertaker just late breaking up the pin, costing him the world title. I have a feeling I'm going to need to say the year of the pay-per-view. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to happily do that because you didn't get the last one right. So, yeah, uh, what do you got? Vengeance, Vengeance 2002, Triple Threat with The Undertaker. Mike, do you want the other category name I was going to give this match? It's a lot easier. Yeah. I was going to call it The People Want Elbows and Ankles. <laughs> uh, he was in a triple threat with, is that The Rock and Kurt Angle? Yeah. Man, Matthews and Mr. Black? What the hell does that mean? Mr. Black is from that movie that we watched with Kurt Angle as a movie star. Oh, my God. Get out of here with that reference. As the Scorpion King. Is it? Yeah. All right. Wow. I got to go back and watch that one. I don't think I've ever seen that match. Let's uh since this game is complete, we've got six clues on the last one. So we'll play <laughs> one more round and then we'll move right. on. Uh this last category, Mike, is called put out to pasture. It's called put out to pasture. If you're familiar with the phrases definition, this should be incredibly easy. Um okay. are you are you ready for any more clues or you want to take a stab at it? You want to take a step? Come on. What else you got? Give me some clues. Uh, five stars. Okay. More. While their encounter the previous year is more of a memorable match, no. there's a real argument that the sequel was better. I disagree. It was <laughs> uh, uh, my, old, my old buddy, Lincoln Bottom, Lincoln Bottom. Uh, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> having as... Almost as good a match as the year before. I, I don't know why anyone says the second one was better. The first one was way better. Well, that I mean, they're saying the, the encounter the previous year was more memorable, right? I don't know. Anyways. Well, uh, all right, Mike, you got wild. it. Woo! I, I, got, I got one. Woo! Yay! That game was hard as shit. Yeah, it's pretty um, tough. You want to do one more? Uh, how much time we got? Well... No, we'll get it next. I, I kind of cheated on that one, and we'll save those for next week. All right. Moving on, Mike. Uh, we could do our quick hits on the Wednesday Night Wars, because we also have to do Survivor Series. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. So we got to do our top three of uh, each show. Matt, it's AEW. It's NXT. They're both on Wednesdays going at each other. Matt, AEW on the ratings war. Who cares about the ratings war? Not these guys. Um. Uh, Looking at both shows, Matt, I, mm, 
I think uh, I, I think NXT won this week, Matt. Are you in agreement on that one? Yeah, I, I loved NXT this week. Uh, I thought this was. I mean, you had a match of the year candidate. I, I'm. I have no problem saying that. So, All absolutely. Right. Uh, they 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 should win. They should win this week. So you're. All right. You're All all right. All right. That means uh, moment number three. Uh, be the uh, the machine, Brian Cage and Starks going up against uh, Cody and Darby Allen. Um, Matt, the match was uh, you know it was a Stone Cold. It was good and nice. Uh, it was just <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stone Cold's favorite adjectives. If you've never listened to his podcast. Um, they just, they swerved us. Uh, Will Hobbs came out to, to rescue a poor prone Cody Rhodes. Oh no. But that, that bastard Will Hobbs, he was tricking us the whole time. And, uh, just like, uh, Mantis and, uh, Drax, uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy, Will Hobbs, now he puts on his mean face. So now he's bad. Matt, moment number three for NXT. That was rough to do all those changes right there. All right, number three for NXT is uh, I, I'm going to go, as much as I want to say the blindfold match, just because I love Dexter Loomis, uh, you have to love the first couple of segments that Leon Ruff got. Uh, he gets to hold on to the North American title. Or get, I mean, we're always fans of, of the storyline uh, getting pushes, I, I don't know, or, or getting pushed into the next week. So Damian Priest is now heavily uh, involved in this, and Leon Ruff, slap the shit out of Damian Priest. And because I hate that character so much and Damian Priest, uh, I want more. So the more slaps we get out of Leon Ruff, uh, the better. So uh, unfortunately, what I think this is going to lead to is uh, Damian Priest either helping Leon Ruff uh, lose or him not being there to help Leon and Johnny getting his title back. Um, but uh, whatever's going on, this is fantastic. And it's a good way to help boost up uh, Damian Priest and his character and give him something else to do besides just sitting around being a dick. And uh, Johnny Gargano is uh, the human meme right now. So everything that happens to him, he turns up the reactions to Eleven, and they're all beautiful, and I love them. And that's my number three. Sounds good. Uh, my moment number two. Um Here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, Pac had his return match. Uh, I don't think he had a single atom of ring rust. Uh, he looked just as fluid as he did eight months ago, which is how long it's been since we saw the bastard. Um, and he got to fight the blade. Who? What a hand! Um, like like a ring hand, where this guy just comes in and uh, he he doesn't get really. Any fanfare. I, 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 the Butcher and the Blade rarely win matches. Um, it, it's just every time he goes out there, he does such an excellent professional job. Uh, maybe not since uh, Eric Young have we seen that kind of professionalism just kind of uh, go you know, uncredited. Um, but ultimately, Matt, we're going to get a feud with Pac and Eddie Kingston. And I got to say, um, Eddie made... World, that, that corny line that you've heard your grandpa grandma probably tell you once or twice when you were sad about something as a little baby. <laughs> oh, here's the world's tiniest violin. See if you can hear it. Um, Eddie Kingston made that sound like a tough guy phrase because of his cool uh, New Yorker accent. Um, and also his enthusiasm and delivery of the phrase. But I just, I think we need to start challenging him. 
if he could get over world's tiniest violin, uh, I would like to see him, you know, handle like a Roman Reigns, like, you know, 2015 promo where he has to say suffering succotash and make that sound cool. Um, I would also like to hear him uh, do a cover of the awful Finn Balor promo where he said, yeah, when the mice are away, the, the cats will play or something. Kitty, kitty, meow, meow. And I don't know what he was going on about, but I'd love to hear Eddie Kingston's take on uh, the cats away, the mice will play. Uh, Matt, moment number two for NXT. Number two is, again, great match mixed with some great storytelling because we're going to get Champa and Thatcher. I don't know when, but it's coming soon, and I'm really stoked because this is something where everybody knows the two guys I love the most right now in NXT are uh, Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher. Those two guys, I hope, form some sort of feud and fight forever. I want to see a Keith Lee, Dijakovic type of you know connection or relationship, a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn type of thing going on here. These two guys belong together. They should. They're going to help elevate this brand. This is perfect. Well, for NXT right now, where they they have a great North American Championship story, they have uh, uh, Finn Balor coming back, and we'll talk about you know dealings with with Pat McAfee someday. I just it's not going to make my top three today, um, and and that'll be fun. But uh, or I guess Pete Dunne is more likely not Pat McAfee. But um, what what you have is some guy in Timothy Thatcher that is so good at wrestling, is so interesting that he's selling something that is so far from a championship discussion. And it's really just about, I am going to keep proving myself and anybody that comes up to him, every match has been, I'm going to prove myself to Timothy Thatcher. Like he's, he's developed this character where people want to challenge him and it's, it's so unique and wonderful. I, I mean, it's, it's not, it, it parallels with the idea of what the undertaker was at WrestleMania but I absolutely hope that Champa's at this point where he can take some losses because this is going him him losing to Thatcher is going to elevate this roster to a whole nother level. Where if you can imagine Timothy Thatcher in the main event conversation, just we know he's headed that place, but he needs that signature win. We talk about it all the time, and he hasn't gotten it yet. Um, and I think that would be that signature win where you go, this guy's ready, and yeah. we know he does hot promos. We know he does great in-ring work. It's just a matter of time. This could be it. That's why it's so exciting. Mike, you were a uh, dishonorable mention uh, for AEW this week. Uh, you know, usually I like the inner circle. Uh, this week it was just a little much. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we uh, inducted Elvis into the inner circle. There was a, you know, a person in a diaper was a big, uh, you know, to-do. Uh, you know, maybe I maybe I got old from last week. Maybe I, maybe when you hit thirty three in an extra week, you just you've seen enough. Um, it was okay. Uh, you know, it wasn't my favorite. Um, but I'll say uh, moment number one is always preceded by uh, you know the dishonorable mention. Moment number one, uh, it's no contest. It was Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. Um, you know, for all the reasons we talked about before, it wasn't just that. You know, the women cut a pretty flawless physical match um they had time to tell a story um they were able to take um not just like finish a story i mean they were able to have an elongated story for a uh you know longer women's match than we're accustomed to accustomed to receiving um on tnt programming um 
And then ultimately at the end, uh, you know, Thunder Rosa lost because of other people's uh, agendas. So that means that we're not just having a conclusion of this match. We're actually propelling a story forward. We're not just going to musical chairs these these women into, you know, matches every week. It sounds like there's actually some sort of uh, narrative uh, starting to formulate. And uh, I couldn't be more excited. So there's there's no way anything else is going to top that moment number one for me. But Matt, the NXT dishonorable mention this week. What do you got for us? So this is tough because I, I saw people online didn't uh, exactly enjoy like the Kushida match. I I did like that quite a bit. Um, the blindfold match too, just for me, hits another level because that is that is uber storytelling. That is Cameron Grimes. Uh, just showing the fear he has for Dexter Loomis. And that's another, like, so far away from a title conversation uh, type of feud building there. But it's still fucking great. Like, Cameron Grimes, I, I got to say, like, Dexter Loomis, I think we're all falling in love with as a character and as a fighter. And his in-ring style is is so unique. But uh, Cameron Grimes, I, I really do think, like, he is proving himself to be on that MJF level, that Miz level, each week that he goes out there. And uh, everybody, you gotta jump on. You gotta jump on this train. You gotta jump on the bandwagon because Cameron Grimes is real deal. But that being said, the dishonorable mention probably just uh, like it has to be the fact that the end of the night wasn't EO and Rhea Ripley, and there was some Pat McAfee stuff thrown in there. Um, that could have just gone on first thing of the night. I, I'm not. I'm not one that hates Pat McAfee, but um, there was an easy decision to, to end the night. And that is where my number one moment comes in. Mike, match of the year candidate. You can't fight it. Um, uh, I mean, at least on the night. You can't You can't fight that this is the number one moment of, of the entire Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, and, and this could very well go down as, as uh, one of our most memorable on a Wednesday NXT episode championship match. Um, I don't know if I'm putting too many asterisks on there because it'll be memorable for so much less. Uh, really just a memorable wrestling match. And I think that's the best thing you could say about this is, is that's all you ever want. It, it didn't need a, a championship tied to it. It didn't need the idea that this is probably Rhea Ripley's last match. And now we do have that idea planted in our mind that that was that last match. Um, what it did need was a moment where EO and Ripley could really, I'm, I'm going to say go to town on each other. Cause I can't think of a better phrase, but I mean, two of the best women's wrestlers in the business right now should, and when you talk about PWI top, whatever's they should be at the top of those lists. Um, I I'm, I'm a huge fan of both of their work. Anybody that's a fan of the show knows that uh, you and I are both huge fans. So you get that extra rub in, in, in that regard of where I'm ranking this as a match of the year candidate, where I'm ranking it number one on the show it's because I love the two of them so much. I'm going to push it up the rankings, but I think everybody would agree. This, this is one of those matches that uh, you go out and seek Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. You probably watch that a few times a year. You watch the big pops. You watch those a couple times a year. Now we've got Edge at the Royal Rumble. Probably be the last big pop we ever get to watch. But in regards to wrestling, you are going to go back and watch this match. It was that damn good. Mike, Real. boom, boom goes the dynamite. Just before Great. we uh, before we get into Survivor Series, we missed Dave trying to bail me out. Um, he had some some guesses. Um. He had uh, Undertaker versus Ted DiBiase, Undertaker versus Yokozuna. Uh, those are better guesses than whatever the hell I was mumbling about. So I, I appreciate <laughs> you trying, Dave. 
Uh, <laughs> you're sort of closer Dave, than what I had. Dave, uh, next time we play, just cheat for Mike and send him some in the comments. Just start Google searching years and slide, and, uh, slide into those DMs, Dave. I need some <laughs> help, man. I was getting killed. <laughs> um, and then he has Roman beating Drew. Um, I liked what I Drew said. Yeah, I, I liked what uh, Drew said at the end of Raw when he said, save me a place at the table. I'm having some snicky snacks or something. I don't know what he said, but um, I, whoever wins that match, I won't be upset. But anyway, uh, we're going to get you all ready for Survivor Series, man. We're going to try and do it in about <laughs> 10 minutes. Here we go. You just started with the championship match. We start with <laughs> the championship match. That's okay. You should, say, you should save that comment. All right. Drew McIntyre is going to uh, get... Some interference, I think, from Randy Orton. I think that that feud isn't done. Um, so Randy's going to crash the party. Drew is is going down. Um, they have to do something in this. I We're all excited to watch this, but I don't think it's time for a clean victory for either one of these, these guys. Roman maybe could take a clean loss, but Drew McIntyre absolutely can't. So there has to be some shenanigans here. Set up something to do a tag match where Jay and Roman versus, I don't know, Randy and Drew. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Anyway, um, hey, nobody said I'm Teddy Long, all right? Uh. <laughs> um, give me, uh, I, I like the interference idea. That's why I don't think this match is going to main event. I think uh, it's probably going to be one of the five on fives. Um, but uh, it's, it's, I, I, I I can't think of, of uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. There was, uh, you know, we have The Fiend always in play. And we talked about when he's the champion, all the different matchups we wanted to see. And I can honestly say in my heart of hearts right now, I would rather watch True versus Roman than The Fiend versus Drew or The Fiend versus Roman. And I can't believe I'm saying that. But the way these two guys have been built as credible faces of their respective brands, I'm like giddy for this match. And as much as I love The Fiend, Matt, I have a, a pink uh, tank top for The Fiend. I have uh, his glow-in-the-dark T-shirt that I think was for children. But I found a a, a boy's extra, extra large husky uh, just for me. Um, I'm still more excited to see Drew and uh, the Tribal Chief. No, I, I, yeah, I have nowhere to take that because I think obviously I'm excited for anything Drew, Drew McIntyre. Um, and then we both picked our winners being Roman Reigns. So uh, Dave threw in there, Randy Orton can't interfere. Um, David, are you saying you don't want him to? Or are you saying there's an actual match stipulation where Randy can't interfere? Because as far as I know, he can. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not they're sure. Gonna, they're going to post a big sign that says, no snakes allowed. <laughs> Turn away, right, Viper. All right. Uh, you've got uh, Asuka versus Sasha Banks again. Now this this is one I think that you could pick Asuka to go down. I think if 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 we don't want it to just strictly be interference, top to bottom, maybe Bailey gets involved. Um, I, I don't I don't think so. It could be a possibility of like Rhea Ripley making an appearance. Um, Maybe Charlotte's coming back to make her her challenge to to one of these ladies. Um, I'll just say I I am okay if Asuka goes down. I think if you look at the list of things that Asuka's been able to do, I think we can finally pull away from this uh, fake message, that uh, fake news, right, of uh, like Asuka isn't getting a fair shake because I think she's hit every single potential, like, (laughs) 
Um, Mark I, it in, in pro wrestling. I, I know that she's won a Royal Rumble. I, I know she's a multiple time champion and tag team champion. But when is she going to get a break? You know, David, stop disagreeing with me. <laughs> David's <laughs> on the money. Dave, you're my man. I'll take an Oscar too. Boom. Me and Dave got this. Um, I just, look, it's just to me. Sasha's the one I, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play this dumb game. You know, you guys, Sasha's on the Mandalorian. All right. She's on a whole nother level than Asuka. Asuka's never going to be on the Mandalorian, uh, on an English speaking television show because. Hey, maybe, maybe I would. I mean, I, I mean, right, let of, me throw I this at you. Of the business, but obviously, uh, obviously Sasha, uh, really did a bang up job in the Mandalorian with uh, one line of dialogue. Uh, how about this? How about Asuka also shows up on The Mandalorian and she plays a Mother Yoda? That'd be cool. Who can like uh, like do a little dance and stuff? Huh? No, I think I, I and I hope the uh, wrestling community realizes that was a joke. Um, and I'm, I'm making fun of the, the entertainment business because obviously Asuka could jump in and do anything in The Mandalorian. Um, but uh, I, I, I just. I can't uh I can't disagree with the idea that Asuka Ooh. should win. I think I'm just saying like uh, either way. I think I'm going to be happy however this match turns out cuz I'm not going to be upset if Asuka wins. I think it's funny that uh we're two matches in and we can only see it ending in the like a schmaz because uh the like the high regard that we hold all four of these champions. I I don't want to see Drew get pinned. I don't want to see Roman lose his newfound momentum. Um, Asuka is one of my favorite humans on earth and yeah. Sasha Banks loses every single big match. So please, for the love of God, can we protect her booking for one month? Jesus. I, I wrote, um, a month ago, if you guys want to check it out on bodpodcast.com, that we are in the Renaissance of WWE champions. And it was basically an honor of like, uh, and at the time it was Bailey. And, and again, now we have Drew McIntyre in and he lost the championship since I wrote that article. But uh, it was Roman, Drew, um, Asuka, and Bailey at the time. And I think if you switch out Char- or, uh, uh, Sasha for, for Bailey, it, it's still at that, that zenith. So I, I, you're right. This is tough to pick because all four of these uh, folks at the top could win. And it's because they're doing such great work. And I think something that's overlooked a lot is um, we ask for the best people to be put in the best position. And I think right now, this is one of those rare times where it's pretty plain to see they are in the best position. Um, All right, moving on, Mike, we've got the new day and the street profits. Um, I don't know if you can go wrong with this match either, Uh, but this should, I want to say this. I thought Sasha, because Asuka's, Asuka's been holding the title for so long. Sasha hasn't really won too many, um, marquee matches i mean if you go back and look at her win-loss record she'll win a title and then lose it the next night on on raw so this this would be a good opportunity for sasha to gain some momentum and say you know what this isn't something where she's just going to lose the title we're really building this title run anyways street profits absolutely need the win over the new day i don't know how you could argue with that besides and i'm not saying you i'm saying like the wwe writers uh the only thing that would that would say the New Day should win is if there was some discrepancy or, or, or the balance of wins and losses needs, needed to be put back into place. And, and you kind of looked at it like if, uh, if it were, if it were like the Ryder cup 
and you kind of, you know, you look at like, where is Tiger Woods in the Ryder Cup for the USA team? Okay, that's an easy win. Like, yeah. it, it could be one of those deals where it, it's just, you know, it's not time for the Street Profits to beat the New Day. But if we're talking about who should win, who needs that that push up to the next level, it's the Street Profits. The New Day are fine. They can take a, they could take a surprise loss every now and then. Um, I mean, I, I, much of the way that... Uh, Dan, I swear to God, a, if you if you disagree with me one more time, oh my God. <laughs> Dave, you're on a roll, brother. On this one, though, I got to say, um, the New Day is is so bulletproof. Uh, they could pull a Kurt Hawkins and lose, you know, for the next, like, four years, and they'd still be the most credible tag team WWE's ever put together. Um, I don't think they need a win here. I think this is going to be about them deciding, hey, let's try and get the Street Profits over. And I got to say one scary thing, Matt. Since uh, Big E went to the other show, the New Day promos have not quite, uh, not quite been there. You know, there's just yeah. a little, there's a little ingredient missing, and what reference big ingredient missing. There's just a gonna, just going to change his name to Big there's Eye. Some, uh, there's some, there's some meaty, uh, meaty men missing in this uh, equation, Matt. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what Kofi was. I don't know why they made him go out there. This was to bring it up for the second time this episode, a, a real suffering succotash line. But they made him go out there and call the hurt business the jerk business. And uh Yeah, and uh, like the, the pause for applause is was not, you know. Yeah, there was uh they stopped for a, they they stopped for a laugh break and uh, that's one of the the big uh, big mistakes everybody, you can make. Uh, everybody was the, uh, out there Totino's uh, pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> You never want to do that at the uh, like the open mic because uh, it might just be silence, and that's what this was. Um, so Amy, pick- Amy's picking Street Profits. Street Profits Woo! will be on full scale. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. the type of gar- that, like that's the type of stuff that you gotta have. I just like the tag division and what the New Day is doing cannot be. It can't be moved. It's, you can't budget. It's at the top, so you gotta you gotta get the street profits up there. Um, who's uh? By the way, one thing I really like is Xavier's uh, hairdo right now because he looks like uh. Oh bless bless me. Um, you don't get to bless yourself. Uh, I'm trying to. The hell out of here. There we go. He looks like David Diggs. Um. Uh, Playing uh, Marquise de Lafayette in uh, uh, Hamilton. And I think he's deliberately going for that look because kind of the smush, kind of the smush throw a little bit. I know um, where you got that idea because when I watched Hamilton the first time, I tweeted that out and that tweet kind of blew up. So that's what you're. Did you? Did you say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're probably listening to me or something. That's smart. Anyway, uh, we also have a U.S. championship match here uh bobby lashley is going to defend uh no he's not he's just going to beat up Sami Zayn um in a mid-card title feud um i gotta say the interesting let me just uh, the interesting point here is that this is the first time for a bobby lashley maybe i could say bobby lashley Sami Zayn match that i've been this excited but definitely for bobby lashley like for him to be in a match and me to be at a very high excitement level this is probably the highest it's been. 
I know sometimes in WWE they'll book things to, uh, or I, you know, it's just wrestling in general. You'll you'll book something as a palate cleanser. Is this going to be a thirty second squash uh, for Bob over Sam? It very well could be, and I'm I'm kind of okay with that because that's not how Sammy wins matches. Uh, you know what, Dave? I should have guessed. I should have guessed that the second I said Bobby Lashley was going to win, <laughs> here comes the comment. Dave is like, on a roll tonight. Literally, Woo! the second I go, yeah, it'd be fine if Bobby Lashley would win. <laughs> Boom. Dave, right in there. Sammy Oh, Zane. man. You know Dave? You know what? I'm going to write all of these down. And when I'm right on all of them, <laughs> Matt is getting ready for some receipts, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> literally the second i said yeah bobby lashley's gonna win boom dave pops up sammy zane wins he's like i got this guys i got this let me put I, Matt in this place oh uh, dave bet, dave if you're a championship speed typer and you threw that in there this, like you were just waiting for me to make my pick and then boom throw it he had there. both of them drafted out one on each hand and then he just kind of <laughs> put that right out there for you um, dave says bring it I, i'm keeping it this. yeah get him dave we're, uh, we're probably not going to be able to go live next week because it's Thanksgiving, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm keeping track. And uh, Dave, I'm going to say week. you don't have a microphone. I'm going to speak for you. Uh, there's a maybe there's a shot. Sami Zayn wins if uh, I I don't know. Bob Bob gets a, a double ACL pull or something. Uh, Dave, if if Sami Zayn wins, I want your address. Don't please don't post it in the comments. Uh, we're going to DM you. If Sami Zayn wins, you're getting one of these. For free. I will buy you uh, I Listen to the Brothers of Discussion t-shirt. And uh, if yeah. Sammy Zane wins, if Bobby Lashley wins, I guess it's you're fine. But well, here's the thing. So the holiday season's coming up. Obviously, we want to deck him out with uh, you know a little BOD stuff. We're going to get a mask, a sweatshirt. I'm putting it all on the line for Dave. Dave, Sammy Zane comes out with a win. I don't care how he does it, by hook or by crook. If he takes down Bob Lashley, you're getting a sweatshirt, a mask, and I think we have cozies. No. Okay. We don't have cozies, so you're going to get a sweatshirt and a mask. <laughs> how about them apples? So we're all going to be Sami Zayn fans, except for Matt, uh, who's a, he's a Bob Lash uh, Marky over there. I don't know. Matt, let's keep, I just called him a Marky. Yeah, this tequila from The Rock is pretty good stuff. Uh, we're down to the five-on-five five matches. Uh, we've already got some picks in there. I see Amy's got her picks. Uh, not for the five-on-five five yet. I, I jumped the gun. Man, we just got Dave. He's picking the SmackDown women. Naturally, uh, are you picking the Raw women? Yeah, absolutely. I'm picking the <laughs> Raw women. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Um <laughs> Matt, who give us the the roster real quick? Who's who's going up against two here? Team Raw is uh, Shayna, Nia, Lacey, Peyton, and uh, Lana. So Lana's going through. Like, all right, Dave, I do want to pick SmackDown because <laughs> this whole the the Raw team will not they're they're not going to work well together. And then the SmackDown team: Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two SmackDown stu- superstars still. To be named, so I'm kind of looking that, at that and going, "All right, uh, you've you've got three faces to start the SmackDown team, so very likely that they're taking it, right? I mean, it's it's a it's a Survivor Series match, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Raw because Dave picks SmackDown, but I see where Dave's coming from with the uh, the hot 
hot uh, the hot pick there. He picked it before we even got to it. He's picking the the, the uh, SmackDown team. I don't know why they don't have uh, Billy uh, announced as one of the the members because I, I would want to see the Peyton Royce Billy uh, standoff. Um, yeah, and, and Dave he said he stole my thunder too. Uh, would be cool to see Naomi come back. I, I don't know why she's warming the bench. Um, I mean that's where Rhea Ripley comes in too. We're talking about yeah. her coming up roster her being on smackdown would be huge dave you gotta weigh in would you rather see Rhea or would you rather see naomi come back yeah two spots i no i want my billy face off i want billy and peyton a face off that's what i want um but ultimately in all these all 10 of these you know women uh two of them we have to guess how have we not talked about ruby riot's uh hot new green pixie haircut it looks ace my friend looks very good i like it a lot um, uh, I cringe every time I think about that time her extensions fell out mid-match and they kind of had to just throw them over the side of the ring that one time. Um, so I'm glad that she finally just like showed that footage to somebody and then just like cut her hair and it, it, the, the, the look works for her. Um, I wish that she was, you know, going to be the, you know, ultimate survivor. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not that delusional. I, I know it's, it's going to be. Bianca Belair should be the uh It's gonna be Lana. She's gonna Samoan drop uh Nia Jax through a table and it's gonna be the greatest thing we've ever seen. All right, folks. Well I'm not agreeing with that one. Uh <laughs> the uh Med Survivor series Lemonade She's been working Mad. on her squats, man. She's got this. All right. uh, and Dave did pick he'd rather have Naomi than uh, Rhea Ripley. Um Dave I'm going, who I'm you? Going, yeah, it's Rhea Ripley. I love Naomi. I think I would go Naomi and Rhea Ripley over Billy Kay being in there. But uh, well, you know, my, I, if Rhea, okay, if Rhea's gonna debut, if Rhea's gonna debut, you don't also want to see Naomi come back because then that's gonna be like, well, uh, you know, I want to keep the glisten, you know, keep the shine on both of them. But if Billy comes back in more of like a comedic role, then it doesn't, you know, take away the the shine of of Rhea's first big main roster match. So Mike's argument is because Billy Kay won't be an exciting addition to this match, it should be Billy Kay. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. All right, now we're down to the last match, Matt. It's something you kind of. I I think I kind of ruined your uh, your idea. I spoiled it a little bit, but we're we're gonna let you say it one more time. The men's five on five Survivor Series traditional Survivor Series match. Uh, it's gonna be Keith Lee. It's gonna be Sheamus Braun the captain, AJ Styles, and it's not going to be Matt Riddle anymore? What happened? Oh, right. Oh, God, I'm so dumb. Yeah, the Fiend is on the Raw team. Wait. The yeah. So earlier when I said uh, that The Undertaker would be on SmackDown, I went, oh, yeah, they announced that The Fiend was going to be on the team. No, they announced that The Fiend's going to be on the Raw team. That's why The Undertaker makes sense for the SmackDown team. Yeah, but what happened to Matt Riddle? I don't know. He did something. Ter- I can look it he's up. On the Ro- he's on the Rock team this past Monday. What happened? Just- <laughs> Here's the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Here's the facts, Jake. But I don't want to start Googling while we're recording live. <laughs> what we do know is that the Fiend is in this match. So, Mike, let's, uh, we already fucked up earlier, and I said that the Undertaker or the Fiend was on the SmackDown team. I meant to say he was on the Raw team. So there is still a spot to be named on the SmackDown team. And I hope it's The Undertaker. 
And then we, we might get uh, our send off for the undertaker while he faces the fiend, you know, just end it that way. I think that would be brilliant. Uh, have it end. have the fiend turn the whole survivor series match into a fiend style cinematic match and have that, have him like teleport the undertaker to some other dimension. And then the two of them, you know, duke it out. Um, that would be, I wouldn't be able to watch it because there would be gallons, Mike, Literal gallons of cinema, excitement. Cinema excitement all over my television screen. There, we have a new T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to make that tonight. Gallons of cinema excitement for my pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm making that T-shirt. That's going to be in our shop in the next week. Gallons Good of Lord. cinema excitement. Uh, look out for it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's got to be a, a better way to wrap it into pro wrestling. All right, Mike, you, you take it away. I think I said all I could say. Oh, right. Uh, so that would mean uh, SmackDown would win because Undertaker would be on that team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to say, I wasn't too pumped. I, I'm still I'm still not uh, quite uh, seduced by the solo capabilities of Jey Uso. Um, Kevin Owens is just not – he's not at a point where I think he's going to win a big match. Uh, King Corbin is there to get beat up, and Seth Rollins always has other things on his mind. Uh, <laughs> this this looks like it should be a landslide for the men. Uh, that's that's the only reason I don't see the Undertaker getting involved is just because I, I don't I don't see a spot for him to just be hanging out in the corner waiting for a hot tag from King Corbin. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, maybe he just kind of shows up, and there's some injustices being done, and he can choke slam some people, but I. I don't see uh, Jay Uso diving across the ring or King Corbin, you know, uh, you know, under the mustard gas, under the, you know, barbed wire. I don't see him making that big hot tag to the dead man. And then the dead man holding up Baron Corbin's hands for a big, you know, Survivor Series uh, triumph. Uh, Dave here has uh, the big show. Um, I don't think that one's. I think that one arguably makes more sense because I can see Big Show taking a hot tag from Corbin over The Undertaker. Uh, but uh, I, I don't, I just don't see it. All right. I got, I mean, we've got Wrestling Forever 93 says hi from YouTube. He's got a, a Hulkamania for his, his avatar on YouTube. So, my man, uh, Wrestling Forever 93, would you rather see The Big Show? Or wait, <clears throat> let me rephrase that. Would you rather see The <laughs> Big Show? <laughs> Or do you want to see The Undertaker at, you know, crash the Survivor Series match? Woo! Undertaker! Woo! All right. Maybe, uh, hopefully he responds. Uh, or he or she, or she responds. Um, we should, I think you're supposed to default to the, uh, that's the, that's the norm now. I they. Think. Uh, yeah. Oh, they. Um, yeah. It says uh, he or she responds. That's, uh, it's, there we go. Yeah. Boom. What does it There, you picked The Undertaker. See? You're, you guys are wrong. All right, Dave, Dave's also back on board. He, you know, I'm declaring which one would be more fun. Uh, so, Mike, uh, now you just look ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up the show. <laughs> Mike looks like a what a noob in pro wrestling. All right, oh, oh, podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm, I the mead. The mead is strong. My credibility is in shambles. I'll, I'll never live. I'm never going to recover from this. I'll never live um, another day without shame. 
So uh, I think it's pretty simple. If Undertaker gets involved, his team's winning. Um, but, you know, if he doesn't get involved, I do like that Raw team. I just, they've been fighting each other. And I think that's, that's, that usually wraps into the story where they can't, uh, they can't seem to work together. So wh- whatever happens, if Undertaker's in there or not, uh, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be Team SmackDown. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, if Undertaker pops in, which he won't, uh, SmackDown wins. If uh, literally anyone else shows up, Raw wins. Whoa. All right. That's a huge statement. I'm saying SmackDown regardless. All right. uh, If The Rock comes back, I'm picking Raw. (laughs) Wrestling forever. Who can forget from Death Valley? Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to wrap up, everybody. Wrestling forever. We usually go live at at 8.30, but uh, check out the show. We're going to repost it again on the YouTube channel. So subscribe uh, so you don't miss a thing. You'll get the full show. We'll edit it down a little bit so it's a little bit easier to stomach. Dave, thanks for coming around. Dave's thanks a million, Dave. Dave. Dave says thank you for the stuff. Dave, uh, when Bobby Lashley wins, you get nothing. So Hold on. Hold on there, Dave. Sami Zayn's got to pin Bobby Lashley. Now, <laughs> hold on there. Somebody's counting their free swag before it's ordered. Hold on there. Hold on there. Now, what we didn't tell you is that if Bobby Lashley wins, you got to buy Matt and I Hurt Business t-shirts. I don't know if we mentioned that or not. A <laughs> couple, couple of gold standard t-shirts. No, we're not going to make you do that. Dave. We got to sail off into the sunset. We are the Brothers of Discussion. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Check us out on YouTube as the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, we do have our Red Wings rant podcast available there as well, which is blowing up, Mike. Uh, way bigger than this dumb old podcast. Oh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we're doing great on both sides. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, at BOD Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we are the Brothers of Discussion on Facebook. That That's where the magic is happening. That's where our big old conversations happen in the live wrestling discussion group. I hope you guys will check it out. If you have seen us on uh, YouTube or Twitter, the Facebook uh, discussion group is where you can finally connect with people who are like-minded. Um, and uh, you're just going to enjoy, you know, some good old memes coming at you. So find that wrestling group. Uh, get yourself attached. Uh, this, I mean, this is a community that's building and, uh, don't forget to check out, uh, bodpodcast.com for our shop. Uh, as you can see, I listen to the brothers of discussion has shipped to my home. So I will be wearing this, uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, Dave have a good one. I see the, the piece, uh, down at the bottom there. Um, everybody else, thank you for tuning in and, uh, have a nice night. Woo!